Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Welcome to another edition of Alternative News brought to you by Andrew Irving from the Campaign for International Cooperation and Disarmament. Today I would like to welcome Len Cooper to Alternative News. Len is a long-time CEPU Communication Workers Division official. He's the retired National President and State Secretary of this union. He is also the Vice President of the International League of People's Struggle, ILPS, Executive Vice President of the CICD and Secretary of the Melbourne May Day Committee. Len recently attended the 5th International Assembly of the ILPS in Manila in the Philippines, representing his union, the Australian chapter of the ILPS and CICD. For the benefit of listeners... The International League for People's Struggle is an international formation of more than 350 organisations from 40 countries, promoting, supporting and developing the anti-imperialist struggle of the peoples of the world. It has a broad mass character and is not subordinate to any political party, government or religion and affords equality to all participating organisations. It strives to realise unity cooperation and coordination of anti-imperialist and democratic struggles throughout the world. Our late CICD Secretary, Pauline Mitchell, was a Foundation member of the ILPS in Australia. Glenn, can you give us a background on the history of the ILPS in Australia and internationally? Andrew, I'll do my best there. The idea for an ILPS, International League of People's Struggles, developed more than 13 or 14 years ago now uh, as a concept to try and unite as many people's organisations across the globe in the struggle against imperialism and the imperialist global program. So that it was formed uh, formally about 14 years ago. Each three to four years it's been holding international conferences to, as I say, unite the people's organisations around the globe in the struggle against imperialism for a better world. And um, basically, uh, this was the fifth International People's Assembly, and this was attended by more than 400 delegates, observers and guests from 180 organisations in 39 countries, territories and autonomous regions. So the history of the the ILPS is really to try and unite the people across the globe in fighting against the program of imperialism to establish and win an alternative people's program for a better world. Just to follow up, can you give us some more details about the Fifth International Assembly and the different groups that participated and what they brought to the Assembly? Yes, certainly. And perhaps one of the things I should have said too is part of the growth of ILPS across the globe, some countries have formed what they call national chapters. So for instance, Australia is one of those and Australia has an Australian chapter of ILPS, which um, this year had its fourth assembly, which always takes place in the year of the international ILPS. So there's about seven or eight countries now that have a, a chapter which operates in those particular countries. The objective is to try and build 
national chapters across the globe and various parts of the world. But in terms of what you've just asked, in terms of the Fifth International Assembly, it was actually made up of a series of conferences. For instance, there was the International Women's Alliance had their international conference. Now, that grew out of the concern uh, that the... um, the IOPS is one of its concerns is the um, liberation of women and the issues that impact uh, the women's movement. And one of the early decisions it took uh, was to establish uh, an international women's alliance. So the international women's alliance had its international conference just prior to the ILPS conference in Manila. Similarly, the concern that deals with the rights of migrants and refugees, etc., established some years ago the International Migrants Alliance, IMA, and it too had its conference just prior to the main fifth ILPS. So as well as that, there was a conference following on from the main ILPS conference, which is called the International Festival of People's Rights and Struggles, which was really bringing the cultural issues together, you know, apart from artists and musicians, scientists, teachers in a, uh, an international festival to celebrate the uh, victories and the struggles of the people. So that was another conference that took place. Apart from that, there were large anti-APEC demonstrations. Now, this conference was deliberately timed to take place in Manila at the same time as the APEC conference was taking place, and it was done deliberately in order to try to expose the APEC program, which is creating massive problems across the globe of cuts in people's conditions, cuts in welfare, cuts in workers' wages and conditions, and so on. So it was used as a means of challenging APEC and, in fact, calling for its its demise, for its scrapping. So there were some big anti-APEC demonstrations and there was a lot of good publicity by ILPS about the problems of the APEC program. There were also demonstrations in support of the Lumad peoples, who are Indigenous peoples from Mindanao province in the Philippines, who are currently under savage attack by the army and the police, the big mining companies, because the mining companies are doing enormous damage to their uh, environment and their land, and the Lumad people have been fighting it, and the government's been using the police and the army to kill them, to torture them, to kidnap them. And so they had a big long march into the Manila to also take advantage of the uh, APEC to publicise their case. And uh, the international delegates went to join them in their demonstrations as well. So that was also part of the range of conferences and activities. And then, of course, there were the workshops that were held for all of the 17 concerns of the ILPS. The ILPS whole structure is based on 17 main concerns, apart from the ones I've mentioned, the women's rights, international migrants' rights, there's a whole heap of concerns about, uh, you know, imperialism and the impact that it's having on the globe, about teachers' rights and educators' rights, scientists' environment. So there's a whole number of concerns, 17 in, in all, which cover a whole range of areas of activity that the ILPS conducts between their international assemblies. If you take the International Migrant Alliance, it does things like lobbying the United Nations lobbying the ILO, lobbying various governments and fighting and demonstrating against those governments who are mistreating migrants and so on. So it's trying to build a strong movement of the migrant population and their supporters to fight for a better deal for migrant workers. So each of the concerns, the 17 concerns, 
has a commission that organises those sort of activities for their area of concern in between international conferences. As well as the workshops for each concern, the plenary is a big plenary uh, that finishes the conference with a final communique and a final declaration, all of which can be found on the ILPS website. If one just um, plugs into ILPS on the web, you'll be able to find out the um, activities and the outcomes and the decisions taken. As you mentioned, the ILPS has 17 concerns and many of these concerns or issue areas that they campaign around are areas that the CICD over its long history has been very active and regularly addresses in its newsletters and on alternative news. Now, I know you couldn't attend all of the sessions dealing with the concerns, but could you tell us something about the issues that were discussed at the sessions of the conference that you did attend? Yes, certainly. Uh, Well, I attended the commission and workshops that dealt with unions and workers' struggles, and I also attended the concern, the workshop, that dealt with social economic development for oppressed and exploited countries and nations and social equity for all working people. Now, they were the two conferences I attended. I had to deliver a paper at the concern number two, social economic development. And uh, basically, in the commission number five, which was about unions and worker solidarity, they really developed a program of international solidarity for the next three years, between now and the next conference, at which there would be key global activity taking place that could be uh, coordinated in as many countries as of the world as possible. So it'll be fighting for workers' rights in various countries where they're under attack uh, and and it will be uh, carrying out joint mobilisations. And so, again, when the uh, outcome of that workshop is finalised, which could be already, the ILPS website will carry that. The same was with the global action around social economic development. They've developed a program of action in order to uh, fight imperialism and the warlike program of imperialism and NATO, etc. And for instance, if you take one of the early activities that was agreed that it would be global joint activity was to support the Palestinian people in their struggles against Zionist occupation and uh, oppression of the Palestinian people so that a particular date was picked to be the day for joint global action to support the Palestinian people. So both of the workshops came up with a program of activities dealing with their particular workshop concern, which hopefully will involve all of the organisations currently affiliated with ILPS, but will also draw in a lot of other organisations haven't yet so far taken part. So that's basically what happened in the workshops. You mentioned earlier that there was, in the lead-up to the conference in Manila, the fourth national, which is Australia's meeting assembly held in Melbourne. As the leader of the ILPS in Australia, could you indicate what areas of work the ILPS does in Australia and also, if people are interested to participate, how they can contact the ILPS in Australia? Okay, well, yes, very quickly, the fourth conference, the main issues it dealt with were the US imperialist policy in Asia-Pacific, which is obviously our area, and dealt with the US policy of moving towards Asia-Pacific 
in its military activities, in its economic activities, and in order to encircle China and North Korea, in order to further its own self-interest, the US in Australia. So we had a report and discussion about that. We dealt with free trade agreement, the recent TPP agreement, although it's not finalised yet, but that agreement, not only is it about trade, it's only partly about trade, but it's also one of the US's weapons against its competitors like China to try and isolate the China and force change internally on China. And so we dealt with, uh, at the conference, with some detailed discussion about the free TPP, so-called free trade agreement, and how it was only partly about trade, but largely about the strategic interests of big business and the US imperialism. We dealt with the issue of US bases in Australia, and uh, particularly Pine Gap, and the fact that next year is the 50th anniversary of Pine Gap, and so quite clearly it should be used as a year to expose the use of Pine Gap in the US program of uh, murders that are taking place via uh, drones, and also its uh, submarine fleet, the importance of Pine Gap to that and the fact that we should be calling for an independent foreign policy for Australia. And it dealt with the issue of the fact that the Australian uh, leadership are basically puppets of US imperialism and NATO and uh, follow them blithely on all of their policies, as we can be seen now about the their policy in regards to uh, Syria. But, of course, there are many more examples of that. And we also dealt with the question of the um, tack on and the undermining of human and democratic rights in Australia and the need to uh, to mobilise to defend those democratic and human rights in Australia uh, at all times and to cooperate with all other organisations who are doing the same. And also it had some discussion about West Papuan independence and the need for West Papua to become independent of Indonesia. So they were the main issues we concentrated on at the conference. And offhand, how can listeners contact the ILPS if they want to get involved in Australia? Well, I think the best thing to do is um, uh, my my email is lencoop, that's one word with no ER on the end, lencoop at iinet.net.au or ring me on my mobile 0438 389 302 or the office 9349 well, thank you very much for that, Len. Um, thanks for coming along today and telling us all about the very interesting assembly that was held in Manila and the work of ILPS. With ILPS, many of ILPS's objectives are CICD's objectives. We hope to have you on again to tell us more about what ILPS is up to. Okay, it's a pleasure. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to Community Radio 3CR. Tune in again next week to another edition of Alternative News brought to you by the Campaign for International Cooperation and Disarmament. I am Andrew Irving, looking forward to your company next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.